0: This week on the program, with everything that happened in the last two weeks, allegations against Andrew, I kiss everyone Cuomo, turning out to be true, Joe Biden's chin, healthcare workers not getting the vaccine, and Governor Ron DeSantis being the future president that he is, let's just slow down a bit and ask the real question on our minds today. Why hasn't anyone come out with a beer called COVID-19? That way you can tell people you have a case of COVID and... A 100% chance again, getting fucking drunk. Later, do you automatically dismiss political arguments because they heard it on Fox News? Maybe the thought of Fox News spreading lies, hate, bigotry, white supremacy, and flat-out misinformation makes you feel like vomiting? Well, you may have fallen victim to the Fox fallacy. Finally, the jury is out on how America feels about COVID restrictions, and the results break down into five groups— which group will you fall into? All this and a whole lot more. Your emergency exit is right this way. This is for emergencies only. That's right. How are y'all doing oh, there yeah. in movie land? It is 10 o'clock again. Jeez. That is right. This is episode 214. Two hundred and forty. my goodness. Today crazy. is August 6, 2021. We are broadcasting live at K-Brand Studio mm. in our floating tin can. Far above the world not bad uh hey bro
1: you know you know me man been practicing with Keith sweat me me and Keith sweat been doing skype calls lately
0: that's right i am los you could follow me on tiktok at that's right los joining me as always is exactly david aguilar you can follow him on all sorts of stuff meek monster and ariel austin yes that too and uh let's see Making sure, uh-oh, that we're streaming live. Do we look crisper to y'all? Still not juror fifty-two, my boy. Still not Jur fifty-two. Brandon, the hard at Mitchell. Howdy, howdy, howdy! You can Broke. follow him on TikTok
1: at Emergency Exit yes, Pod. There you go. That's <laughs> right.
0: Everyone's got a TikTok
2: because that's Bre- all
1: we do now. Brandon looks a little uh, tanner. He does look a yeah, little tanner, like a little more Danny Tanner, yeah, if you will. Yeah,
2: it's uh, it's July, August, fellas, working outside yeah, in the
1: sun. Were you in Miami with Trump? No, I was in Virginia mm-hmm. with uh, I don't know who's from Virginia. I Washington, George Washington? Sure, why not?
0: Oh no, he's hanging out with Ralph Northam. Oh, they know. He, trying is. To, he yeah, was trying to get down to the the. Did he? Was he the one with the blackface,
2: or was he the uh, one true. with the
0: KKK yeah. outfit? Yeah, he uh, he
2: still he still doesn't remember.
1: Still up in the air. Still up in the air. Anyways,
2: yeah. undecided. We
1: should do. We should take a poll on Instagram or something. See see who see which one yeah.
0: he was. Uh. I, well, I would guess he... Which one is the worst? I mean, which one would you, <laughs> yeah. would you rather? Like, Would, would you a, rather? That's a perfect would you rather. Yeah. Would you rather is be caught r- being, doing blackface or being caught wearing a... You go first. Clan? I, I think I'd rather get caught wearing uh, blackface. I okay, think. okay. Um, Because at least you could say, like, dude, like, it all depends on the thing. Like, uh-huh. if I was... Wearing blackface and I sang uh, like something like that was you know really good you know it uh, all depends if you yeah. do it shittily yeah. they're gonna be like I know what you that mean. was disrespectful and you,
1: you like you, know, you shouldn't have done that the the perfect blackface and you could agree or disagree with me but the perfect blackface was it's always sunny in Philadelphia the leap the lethal weapon five oh. or six <laughs> well,
3: that, that's the they, way
1: that's the way you do blackface we talked about that and mm-hmm. they pulled that from Hulu yeah so yeah.
0: you can try watching but it's gone they it, pulled it you gotta and buy the you know DVD what? It, it made fun of blackface mm-hmm. but it also uh, did blackface yeah. it, so obviously the, uh one of them wanted to do blackface and he was like really good and the other one just did the voice yep. uh, but they switched halfway through yep. and if you've seen it you know what we're talking about De- if you haven't get De- you dennis dennis didn't want
1: to go blackface but mac did so mac went full blackface oh
0: look at me i'm all sloppy so, i don't have my top so,
1: so i would say it, 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 that that should that episode should be put back on hulu because that's the perfect way to do blackface
0: okay we got a lot to get to. There is yeah. two weeks worth of stuff. We're gonna have a long show today. Uh, if yeah. you guys are watching us on Channel Ten, we continue this show on the other side on mm-hmm. Facebook and YouTube. Uh, just you could find us. So uh, we, there's a lot to get to. Meanwhile, he's spilling stuff all over himself. We, uh, speaking of spilling, we've we've got a brewer order. So I- let's go ahead and hop into it. The brew world.
1: can i just say that 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 is my biggest complaint about these hb sparkling waters is that they fill them to the brim so once you open it you can't take a little swig because if you do it ends up spilling on you and i'm still learning how to use my mustache man all right, this is new. Uh,
0: you know what? Actually, drinking is a lot easier easier than eating because you, all you do is have to like, you just gotta mm, like take the bottom of your top lip and just try to touch it to your tip of your nose is what you basically got to do.
2: Uh, it does work. And then
0: once you get enough uh, length there, the cup rim sort of helps pull it up when you do that too. Mm, um, you could uh, let's see. I guess you could. I don't know what you hey, – there's all sorts of fun <laughs> stuff you do. Anyways, welcome to the Brew World Order. This week we are talking about Zilker Brewing yes. Company's Icy Boys. Icy this Boys. This is a rice lager. Uh, this was in collaboration with Spicy Boys Chicken. I don't know if you ever had Spicy Boys, but mm. – um, This is uh, refreshing and dry. So they say with an alcohol beer volume uh, of 4.6. Mm. Alcohol beer volume? <laughs> alcohol by volume of 4.6. I thought when I said that – You're was like, like – that doesn't feel right. It that sounded it sound. sounded weird. Uh we got mega brewery yeast. We've got super saz hops, Near Rice, Caraform, uh Caraform. I don't know what Caraform is, but we've all had a chance to take a sip of this stuff mm-hmm. and uh come up with a number between one and ten that's rights. We'll start oh. with not fifty two, my man. Brandon the heart at Mitchell. You know,
2: I'm I'm almost done with
0: this uh this You're first a little one. hot. Am I? A hot. Oh, all right. And turn turn hot. me
2: down just a just, just a little bit. Oh yeah, I guess I am a little hot. Caliente. There we go. All right, there you go. Uh So I'm I'm you know about three quarters of the way done with mm-hmm. this beer. Um, it's good. I'm not terribly impressed with it. It's a light lager, so mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot to to really expect out of mm-hmm. it. But I want a little more out of it, so mm-hmm. therefore I'm going to give it a four. Mm-hmm. Not impressed by it, but it'll it'll still get the job done.
1: Well, I think I
0: think for what.
1: That's right. Oh, okay. I, sure. I, was a little,
0: I was a little rusty there. Uh, yeah, it's been two weeks. Uh, I, what about you? David? I feel
1: that I when I saw that it was in a co- collaboration with Spicy Boy's Chicken.
0: I don't know what that is.
1: So I'm assuming it's Spicy Chicken.
0: Well, well Spicy Boy's Chicken, they make like... Okay, so um, first of all, Zilker Brewing Company is right there on 6th Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a food truck there and it's Spicy Boy's. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Um, and so what they do make is... Like chicken nuggets, but not like the chicken nuggets we know of. They're chopped like chicken and they're they're breaded very nicely, mm. and then they're fried to just a great crisp, mm, just a wonderful okay. crisp. And then the sauce is what really does it, and it's Korean uh, style Ooh, barbecue, I think. What it is, nice. Um, and it's it's really, I find it very delicious. So. Is it spicy? You can, of course, you can get yeah. it spicy. What do you think? They got no spice at <laughs> Spicy Boys?
1: No, well, because because that changed it to me, because I because I thought it was a very bland beer bland beer right like it's it's not something that is memorable but if it's in collaboration to kind of be paired with spicy chicken i could definitely see myself wanting to drink something like this because what like I'm what not, happens when
0: you drink, uh, eat something hot and you try to drink something uh, yeah with uh like uh, hoppiness,
1: like uh, an ipa sort of burns a little yeah, more. yeah and it doesn't it doesn't the beer doesn't taste good so this is perfect for spicy food because your taste buds already fucked up you just want a beer you know what i mean so I'm gonna this is gonna bump it up to a seven that's right for me
0: wow I, I thought I didn't know you guys would go so low this mm. is actually a really good beer uh I've never had it before and it does have a great little light mm-hmm. it's light light in the hop it's yeah. it's a lager dude this is up there with uh with Miller life for me I can mm-hmm. I can drink this all dang day just mm-hmm. well I can't drink it all dang day because I just don't drink that much beer but because <laughs> you work all dang day is about you know two hours of solid drinking mm-hmm. and then falling asleep (laughs) two hours of solid drinking and then just like trying to find food the next hour. And then like falling asleep. Ultimately, Icy boys is the ultimate pairing with Austin's own spicy boys fried chicken. But if you just want a solid beer, this is your beer. The ultra light crusher. I like how they call it a crusher. You can Mm -hmm. crush this, right? Ah. Is made with the lightest malt we could find and fermented with our mega brewery yeast. For yep. that familiar beer taste, so it's like a family yeast that yep. they use. You know? I was gonna
1: say you get the yeast comes through, but it's not like overpowering. I think it's great. This yeah. is
0: wonderful. This is a a nine. That's right to me. Whoa! No, no, what? No, no, no! I take it down. Nine, it, it's that's a high one. I, I give it a five, uh, an eight. <laughs> that's right. Because I would say eight point two, but this is an eight. Solid. Eight. Eight. Solid eight. That's right. Yes. Yeah. All right. Whew. That was a close one. Hey, I good said job, 10, man. Right. I'm proud of you. All right. That's this week's brew. Bro-
1: Order! It's the blue world. Ooh, bro, who came up with that song?
0: Uh, I think it's uh, fair, fair use uh, music.
1: Cause that cello, bro,
0: gets my heart oh, yeah, going. It's probably an old, pulled from something.
1: We need to fucking do a rap to that.
0: Okay. So, a lot to get to today, and we're going to talk about everything. We're going to try to get to everything. Let's so, do it. First of all, um, let's go into COVID, because that seems to be forefront in uh, everybody's mind at the moment. What, COVID?
1: So, yeah. That's still a thing?
0: Yeah, right? Is it what? a thing? A lot of people are fed up with it.
1: <laughs> I don't even know COVID exists, bro. I thought that
0: was the last As year. As you guys know or don't know, uh, Austin is back at stage five restrictions. <sighs> the
1: dumbest shit.
0: Um, so, that means like, basically everything, everywhere, you got to wear a mask again. Bro, um, sure, I got a massage what,
1: today, and I had to wear a mask during during a massage.
0: Really? What was his name? I'm just
1: kidding. Uh, Fabrizio.
0: It's Fabrizio. He's got the manliest <laughs> hands I've ever had. So, um, I've had enough of this. And you know, they're trying to at the place of my employment. They they they're saying, "Hey, we got to wear it at, in this area mm. that we go." So it's like everywhere else, we can we're cool. But it's when it's when we interact with the customers mm. and work in this. I, I'm just not going to do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they have the rules.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, the thing is, why mm-hmm. are we doing it? Because the cases are rising once again. Mm-hmm. Right? But the rolling death average is very low. Yeah. And and maybe uh, inclining a little mm-hmm. bit. Because with more cases, you're going to find more deaths. Yeah. And that's their concern. So their concern is that there's more cases. That means there's more deaths. Um, and we happen to find out the hospitalizations are what we should actually be focusing on mm-hmm. that's that's our indication of how yeah. we're doing with it yeah and it doesn't seem like we're at capacity at all no, not nothing near. close to what we've experienced but stage five is pretty harsh for us mm-hmm. um just to let you guys know i'm not i'm not wearing a mask anymore. <laughs> not even the one that's got my face printed on it
1: <laughs> and you spent good one. money on that one
0: well my girlfriend did and, I, and she
1: spent good money on that
0: one. i should probably wear it a couple more times like, in bed. That'd be funny. Oh, that'd be so fucking funny. Just like, she looks up at me and I'm wearing that. Like, <laughs> I'm just... doing the one with the ooh face, yeah, like this.
1: <laughs> that'd
0: be so awesome. She would love that, wouldn't she? she be like, what the fuck are you? So, um, this is, this is uh, what we're going to look at right here is uh, COVID restrictions groups. And we're going to find out which one you guys fall into. Okay. So, first, this comes from Nate Silver of uh, 538. So,
1: so, comment on Facebook or YouTube what you are. Group A, B, C, D, or E. Wonderful
0: um yeah in the comments as well anywhere you're watching this um so this comes from nate silver of 530 you know nate silver is yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone knows nate silver you know he's a statistician or whatever i've never seen
1: him i hear his name all the time
0: yeah uh everyone i don't he's he's a pretty i would not say he's partisan but he sort of is he's he's reliable when it comes to the facts Mm -hmm. you know he's not going to throw out shitty things you don't like to hear if you're on the right but anyways Uh, This is from August 5th. This tweet says, if you look at public opinion on COVID related restrictions right now, it probably breaks down into uh, roughly five, uh, roughly into five of these groups or whatever. I don't know. I was reading that weird, but um, group a, you guys ready? Group a, this is 25% of electorate vaccinated, but not ready for a quote, return to normal. uh, And a thinks society has opened up too fast. Very worried about the delta. In favor of any and all restrictions, including lockdowns and remote learning. Some of this group will transition into Group B if and when cases start falling. Mm-hmm. If or when. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think any of us fall into that. No, I'm vaccinated, and Brandon's vaccinated, and David's vaccinated. He well, he yeah. identifies as vaccinated. I doesn't
1: identify. Yes, I identify okay, as vaccinated. Okay,
0: so uh, Group B. Vaccinated, and this is 30% of them, vaccinated, somewhat worried about Delta, and in favor of modest restrictions, such as uh, indoor masking, especially if they target the unvaccinated. At the same time, don't want to return to lockdowns, although some could drift into Group A if cases keep rising, or there are scary new variants, Mm -hmm. such as the... uh, the Omega variant. Oh shit! Or the Zeta variant. Or
1: the, the Lambda variant. The, yeah. Do they go in all the Greek letters? The That's Gamma, Lambda, Delta.
0: Can you do? Can you do uh, the Alpha,
1: alphabet? Alpha, Beta, Gamma? No, nah, I can't. I can't. I've already had a couple of drinks, bro.
0: Guess where none of them are from right now? Uh, Greek. Well, no, no. I'm saying like the actual variants. America. Yeah. We don't have a variant. yet. We don't have a variant, but it could happen. The Delta. Not even ours. Nope. The, just like we were worried about the Brazilian variant. Mm-hmm. And we we're worried about the uh, Indian variant. Yep. Now, they didn't want to call it the Indian nope. variant. They
1: went Delta. <laughs> they, well, shit, you guys, we've got to tone yeah. that shit down. Yep.
0: Matter of fact, they couldn't even call it the Brazilian. Remember, they uh, did something about, well, we had to stop calling it the Brazilian and call it the fucking, the, the Gamma. What? Or, no, 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 because we're, at, I don't know what we were. But anyways, I digress. Um, group C. Um, so we're I don't know if you're falling into group B, but a uh, group C. This is 15 percent uh, total vaccinated, but, quote, over, end quote, the pandemic and wary, wary of restrictions, mm. likely a mix of younger voters who don't vote at high rates and some center right libertarian types. Mm. <laughs> OK, 15 percent of you guys are going to be uh, these mm. guys. I fall into this group. I uh, I think I I fall right into this group. I'm vaccinated and I'm over the pandemic and I don't like the restrictions. Uh likely a mix. I'm not a younger voter. Uh, i vote, and I yeah, am Yeah, what are you talking about? Bro, right you're you're a younger voter.
1: You're in your 30s.
0: I'm closer to 40 than I am
1: to 30 Yeah, but it's all good, bro. You still uh, young.
0: let's see. Group D. 25%. This is uh, a bigger piece of the pie here unvaccinated and strongly opposed to any restrictions. I think we know who belongs to group D. Brand, brand, Brandon. (laughs) You (laughs) You son son of a bitch, Brandon. God damn it. Um, Do you fall into group D? Uh, Uh, How about group E?
1: I I, I do strongly oppose any restrictions.
0: Okay. Here's group E 5%. Very small, very small, Uh, unvaccinated, but in favor of other restrictions. Hmm. Indeed. They may think such restrictions are necessary to protect them because they can't or won't mm, get vaccinated. Mm, Unlike Group D, which is mostly conservative Republicans and some uh, apathetic apathetic younger voters, this group probably leans Democratic and working class. Hmm. Unlike Group D, Group D unvaccinated and strongly opposed to any restrictions. Uh, they're most like most likely. I-, I think that would be true.
1: I mean, I, 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 yeah, like. You know, I fall most of group the people D, I know that are
0: unvaccinated uh, are
1: conservatives. Yeah, and it's like, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I'm sorry, I I'm just not afraid of things. That's it. That's just that's just the way I see it. I don't get. I'm not afraid of. It. I'm not afraid of stuff. i afraid that
0: of I no can't ghosts. see. So yeah. So where do you guys fall into? I thought it was pretty interesting to take a look at that there. Um, keep that up while you pull up uh, Nate Silver's other tweet here. Um, because he adds to it. Oh, maybe it's the same damn link twice. What does he
1: fucking, uh, oh.
0: Is it? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Um, maybe we can roll down, uh, to some of his replies on this here and take a look. Now, you know what, you know what, fuck it, because there's more in COVID I have to do because we are on stage five here yeah, in Austin. Yep. And so I've got, if you want to go to number three here, we've got some, uh.
1: Austin local news. Austin local news. That's Gotta keep little, it local.
0: Got it. How'd you know?
1: I just, I just know, I know Joe. A great place. It's, it's called. A, I just
0: know Joe. I've been to a great place. Know. It's called Austin. You ever heard of Austin? You ever heard Austin? Of Austin? Austin's great. It's
1: Austin. Like he's the, the greatest one. The
0: greatest city. He's the first one yeah. to ever experience everything. Yep. <laughs> nope. Like I found this views. Yeah. It's it's a wonderful. Uh, it's called e-cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've You're, heard of them. It's not even smoke. <laughs> it looks like smoke. It's not smoke. <laughs> Fauci would go. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. <laughs> All right. Austin moves to COVID-19 stage five. Here are the new guidelines for the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. Bro, look at the way this dude's looking at that shit, bro. He's like, I think he's looking at her tits. (laughs) I was going
1: to say what tits, but that would have been disrespectful. Uh, Let's see.
0: Uh, The city of Austin moved to stage five. This is from Caitlin Karma and Andrew Shenanigans Sheniker.
1: Uh, Sh- I don't know if you can
0: say that. Sh-nick-ter. 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 Uh, from KXN. You know he's K-X-A-N. a Russian. K-X-A-N. Com. Uh, the city of Austin moved to stage five of Austin Public Health's risk based guidelines, updating its recommendations to keep the community safe against COVID
3: 19. Mm-hmm.
0: Although the Austin Travis County has been at the threshold for stage five guidelines for days. APH officially announced the move
1: Thursday. How are you at the threshold for days?
0: Well, they, you know, it's holding there. And it's like, okay, we'll give it one more day. If it goes down, you know, we'll be cool. But it it went up a couple. It went up a couple cases, more than a few cases. Uh, Quote, this is our Olympic moment. We have to do this. We have to get vaccinated so our businesses can thrive and our children can go back to school safely, end quote. Dr. Desmar Walks a local health authority said, "For people who are vaccinated and are at high risk, the new recommendations include wearing masks and avoiding large gatherings where masks are not required." Basically, the same thing for. Wait, the same thing that we went to.
1: Wait, why does it say, "For people who are vaccinated and are high risk"? Yeah, who the new okay. recommendations is excluded include-
0: from that sentence when they say that the people who are unvaccinated and are high risk. Oh, I see. So they're saying everyone that's not. Uh, uh, everyone that's unvaccinated need not listen to this sentence here. Basically for those who are fully vaccinated, you need to wear a mask for others. She said, we are asking you to step up again and decrease the number of cases in our community. Wilkes is asked uh, asking the vaccinated community to wear masks unless eating or drinking at restaurant indoors to consider curbside dining
1: when possible. No, no, wait, but wait, no, no. no. The Why no. the vaccinated? why the vaccinated she's she, she she should be talking to the unvaccinated well it's true why is she talking to the vaccinated you know that uh there's people who are banning vaccinated people from their restaurants and from and from their public uh, uh gatherings and stuff well, like that well let me that. ask you because they're saying that th- that the people who are vaccinated not saying anybody in this room I'm just saying the people who got vaccinated actually can pass it on more than people who are unvaccinated
0: well I'm- the question you asked, like, why? Mm-hmm. You tell me, why do you think we're in stage five? Why do you think they're, t- we're t- they're telling us to wear masks again? Like, what is what is going on there?
1: They're not telling me to wear a mask. They're telling you to wear a mask.
0: Well, they're telling you to wear a mask. They've always told you to wear a mask, but now they're telling me to wear a mask. Again. Well, hold on, hold on. After we're, Joe Biden promised me, we today, we, said, gotta, hey, we do, you do not have to wear them anymore. We just got to
1: read a little bit more before, before we go keep, ahead. So keep going. It says, for people who are unvaccinated or partially vaccinated... The recommendations include masking and making only essential trips outside of the home for dining, shopping, and travel. Well, now, we, now we're now we getting into semantics, because to you, what is an essential trip? Exactly.
0: Exactly. Well, essential. It could be anything, right?
1: Uh, it's essential for me to go out and get some Twizzlers.
0: That's how they leave it open enough. You know, they give us some freedom and they go, well, we got to put essential mm-hmm. on there because obviously it's subjective. But,
1: but, but do you see how it almost glorifies the vaccinated community? Because look at the sentence. For those that are fully vaccinated, we need you to wear masks for others. We're asking you to step up again and decrease the numbers of cases for our community. She's saying to the vaccinated community, you guys are the heroes. You guys are the good ones. Way to go. Pat on your back. Uh, yes, and you're and she's a, 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 um, alienating the unvaccinated as if they're the ones who are doing the bad thing.
0: Yes. what if what if
1: the unvaccinated live nowhere near anybody?
0: Well, of course they're going to be outliers. I wouldn't go to those type of arguments, but w- what I don't hear anything about is natural immunity. Mm-hmm. You know, once, or healthy people who um, don't need to get vaccinated. Why not get let them get it like you would give your child chicken pox? You know, when they're a kid. Mm-hmm. Why? I think younger people should just go ahead and get it. What? Sorry. just go ahead and get COVID.
1: Oh, COVID, not the vaccine.
0: Yeah. I want you to get natural immunity. Okay. Yeah. I'd rather you get natural immunity, but you could probably, you may have had it. You may not have had it, but I think you should at least get the antibodies test, Mm. which is a, a blood drawn test. No computers necessary for this. So you can feel safe. And the little line goes in and goes, okay, the line is not there. You don't have the antibodies. And at least you know that you have the natural immunity, which mm. they're saying could last a lifetime. Oh, of course. Well, I don't know who's saying that, but they are saying that. Oh, of course. Why wouldn't it? so people I know are saying it. Like, there's some people. I know some people may, that have said you may it. You know Snart them. Smart people. I know them. I believe them. You should believe them too. Um, Not that fake CNN. But they're doing <laughs> this again. And I don't think a lot of people are going to do it. Mm-mm. I don't think a lot of businesses are going to do it. And nope. uh, there will there be businesses that do it because they they are uh, what's the word yeah, well, your word not mine but I'll agree with you yeah. yeah but your word not mine I mean what
1: else would you call them uh, gatos gatos cats wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I get it you son of a bitch
0: <laughs> well okay so let me talk you through this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a way keep going. to keep control. Mm. Now we're looking at. Uh, now I think I have the next link, which is the rolling death average. Okay, so we're. They always said what we always talked about mm-hmm. before, and this is a uh, um, link four here. When you get the chance, Brandon, you can go back to the tape. You can play the tape. What we talked about is like mm-hmm. they are using cases. Yeah. For this, and yeah. I get it. The cases. When there's more cases, there's more deaths, ultimately. Mm -hmm. But the cases are being inflated once again. And I don't think they're, like, being inflated artificially. I think people are having to take more tests to do things. And because they may have it in their system, Mm. because uh, it's a a little virus. It gets in the nose. It may be a drop that hasn't Mm -hmm. worked its way. Whatever the fact may be, Delta is a thousand times more transmissible.
1: What what I was going to say was, well, it depends, right? More cases does not equal more deaths because let's say you have 50 people and 30 of those people or let's say you have 50 people and all 50 people get it but 30 of those people die and you could say well more than half of those people died so you got to get it but let's say those those 30 people were going to die either way of covid because of their preconditioning uh, pre-existing conditions and all this other stuff and let's say we have a hundred people and those same 30 people die It doesn't look as bad because you have more people who got it, but you have less of a percentage of people who died. You know what I mean? So more people doesn't equal more deaths or more people getting it doesn't equal more deaths. It just it depends. And and that's what they're trying to make us think. It's like if if it's out there running rapid, then more people are going to die. That's not what it means. It means more people will get it, but it doesn't mean more people would die because what if more people get immune to it? And the people who were gonna die were gonna die because again, their pre-existing conditions and other things like that. But- I wish
0: they would, like, consider that getting having the natural immunity is just as good. Yeah, is it not? I mean, I've heard epidemiologists saying that that's the case, um, doctors. And as you can see, if we've got the, if you want to pull up this chart, this is the rolling deaths here in Texas, mm. the death rate uh, here, um, and. Back in January, just before we were all able to get it. I mean, it was at the all-time high, man. Mm -hmm. We were seeing 277 deaths. Um, We were in stage five back then, too, if I'm not mistaken. Now, as you can see, since March, uh, middle of maybe mid-March, things have been going down. Mm -hmm. We had one little tiny spike. Uh, We had a spike down. We had a spike up. And then all the way through June, Mm -hmm. a nice little rolling down and then could you uh hover over what we have today which is the very end there. Uh 66 deaths is what I saw. 62, 62 deaths, okay? That's August, August 4th. 4th. So 62 deaths. Um now if you go up, if you roll up there a bit and look at new confirmed cases there. Now look at this chart. Now notice how the the mm-hmm. it was going up very slightly yeah. in the deaths, mm-hmm. but look at that sharp incline yeah. for cases. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's more testing happening. Therefore, there's more cases happening. Exactly. Yes. And this is what we talked about before. Now, cases
2: also are at like the sheer numbers here. You're talking thirteen thousand cases, and then over here to deaths, sixty-two.
0: That's a good correlation. Let's take a look at
2: that. So, exactly. Let's look at that.
0: Brandon, go to that red line where it says two hundred and seventy-seven deaths. Okay, so, um, uh, uh, it's the middle dotted line, uh, but it's the one. Closest to the end. So it's uh, next to March. Yeah, that one right there. 277. Now we're looking at that. That's like pretty much the peak. Now go to that same time in the cases and we'll see what it is there. Next one. Uh, 14,000. It's 14,000. Yeah, the next one over the red line. The 14,000 cases. uh, And you'll see. I think you got to actually go hover on the line. It don't matter. It's 14,000 cases. Um, Now recorded on August fourth thirteen thousand cases mm-hmm. now, if we roll right back to the deaths again, we'll see that the two hundred and seventy seven deaths that that same day uh-huh. with the same amount of cases uh-huh. versus the seventy sixty seventy deaths that we have today mm-hmm. with the same amount of cases same amount of cases as when we had uh, no vaccine, Same much. amount of cases, less amount of deaths.
1: So clearly we are seeing less death this time around. Well, And what does that mean? It means COVID isn't as bad as they're making it seem. Well, it never was. Uh, y- yes. that. Ex- yes. That's exactly. what I've been saying from the beginning. It's never can been that an, bad. Can I get it exactly? Can I get it exactly? You're damn right you can. And that's the thing. It's COVID has never been as bad as they said it was. But because so many people and so many Americans... And what we're taught as Americans is to be cordial, right, to respect one another and to it, like, you know, to say, OK, we're, we're going to do whatever we can to help one another out. And they took that and they used it for their benefit. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. All right. We got to move on. It's, uh, yeah. What do you guys think him? about all that? We
0: can go on forever, forever on that. So um, I want to talk about this while we have some time, um, as I mentioned in the intro there. Um, have you ever been dismissed in a political argument? I know I have when mm-hmm. I was talking to, uh, pretty much anybody. Yeah. Um, when you say anything that Tucker might have said or mm-hmm. something on Fox News, Hannity, and they go, oh, that's just fucking Fox, uh, Fox News talking points. Yeah. Oh, blah, blah, blah. So I came across this and actually I think I, it might have been on, um, Shapiro this afternoon. This is where I saw this because this is great. I think this is, um, this is written on the liber- liberal liberal patriot dot um, by Roy uh, Rui, Roy right Roy T uh, Tzeria Tzeria Tex- Texera Texera yeah
1: Texera that's how you say that one uh, sorry sorry dude if I butchered your name there bro you know
0: this is called the Fox News fallacy it's blinding the Democrats to real problems. The Fox News fallacy is having a dire effect on so many Democrats. This is the idea that if Fox News, substitute here for the conservative uh, bit noir of your choice, if you prefer, criticizes the, gov- uh, the Democrats for X, then there must be absolutely nothing to do with X. And the job of Democrats is to assert That loudly and often. The problem is that an issue is not necessarily completely invalid just because Fox News mentions it. That depends on the issue. If there is something to the issue and persuadable voters have real concerns, you will not allay those concerns by embracing the Fox News fallacy. In fact, you'll probably intensify them by giving such voters the impression that Democrats simply don't care about their concerns and will do nothing to address them. That will undermine the Democrats' ability to respond to predictable attacks against their candidates in 2022 and raise the likelihood of a midterm debacle. Mm. Crime is a great example of this. Initially dismissed as simply an artifact of the COVID shutdown that was being vastly exaggerated by Fox News and the like for their nefarious purposes, it is now apparent apparent that the spike in violent crime is quite real and that voters are very, very concerned about it. According to recent data from the Democrat-oriented... Navigator research More Americans overall, including among independents and Hispanics, now believe that violent crime is a major crisis Mm -hmm. uh, than believe that about the coronavirus pandemic or any other area of concern. Moreover, majorities uh, majorities of even Democrats now believe violent crime is a major crisis, and concerns are sky high among black voters. 70% say it's a major crisis. Mm. Similarly, Similarly, that's a funny word. The latest USA Today poll finds crime and gun violence topping the list of issues that worry Americans. Wow. The public response leans heavily in the direction of more policing, not less, uh, countering the defund the police approach that was promulgated by many on the Democratic left and still holds considerable sway in those quarters. The same USA Today poll found 77% support for deploying more police to the street patrols and 70% support for increasing police department budgets. Well, I'll tell you after this last election, I don't believe a fucking poll anymore, okay? Yeah, for Not real. one. In contrast, defund the police clocks in at just 22% uh, support and is even opposed by black respondents 60 to 38. Wow. That's a that's a heavy majority. <laughs> uh concern about public safety is high. In urban areas, particularly among non-whites, as uh, David would say. Non-whites, yes. Yes, uh, In heavily black Detroit, a USA Today, Suffolk University, Detroit Free Press poll found amid a jump in violent crime in this and other cities nationwide, Detroit residents report being much more worried about public safety than about police misconduct. By an overwhelming 9-to-1, they would feel safer with more cops on the street, not fewer in Detroit, one in five residents—that's nineteen yep. percent—cited police, uh, public safety as the biggest issue facing the city. Second Wait. only to education, named by twenty-three percent. One in five residents, nineteen percent. Uh, they're probably uh, rounding up the one to five. Yeah, of course, it's twenty percent, but nineteen uh, percent—they're like, well, we we're gonna go uh, one in every four point nine 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 percent. That was—that's uh, weird, bro. <laughs> so that's why they said one in five. Uh, Why not just, let's see, they wanted to be accurate by putting the 19% there, Um, which by the way, they also put it in uh, quotation, I mean, uh, parentheses, which they didn't do with that the next one on a list of eight concerns, police reform ranked last at 4%. A poll wow. found a significant racial divide on the question. Black residents ranked crime at the top of their list of concerns. 24% cited public safety and just 3% named police reform. But white residents were a bit more concerned about police reform than the public safety, 12% compared with 10. Wow. 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 Oh wow. Um I want I was going to see if I can try to skip forward here a bit but um, going on, continuing on the former prime minister of UK, uh, Tony Blair had a very successful slogan, tough on crime, tough on the causes of crime. Democrats would be well-advised to adopt a similar approach. Fox news may exaggerate Fox news may have highly part may have highly partisan political purposes, but they're not making the crime problem up. Mm. So this obviously is, um, Someone that's not on the right, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, but may still be someone center, yeah. something, but definitely not a lefty because no one would ever defend, no lefty would ever defend. But then I'm falling into a different fallacy, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, another example of the Fox News fallacy is the immigration issue. The Biden administration has resisted still still resists calling the situation at the Mexican border a crisis and initially insisted that the surge at the border would go away on its own as the hot weather season arrived. Come on. That was the line most Democrats adhered to. What is he talking about? (laughs) These people crossing
1: the border, that's like the prime time for them to cross the fucking border, man. They're good. Why is it the prime time? (laughs) Because you get to cook. (laughs) You got the sun, you you can cook. You got the fucking sun, bro, by fucking noon. Tortillas are easy to
0: put down in your hat. They're like easy to pack.
1: You walk, hey, we need some tortillas, you throw them down, you throw the eggs down on the fucking floor nice and hard because it's been stepped on so much. You're good, bro. Come on.
0: Come on, man. Come on, Joe. You know this. Uh, Let's see. Uh, This was the line most Democrats adhered to, invoking the idea that the issue was more of a Fox News talking point than a real problem. How many times have you talked about that and someone said to you, oh, that's just Fox News talking points. I know that the person that used to host this show with me Mm. threw that around a lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's just a fucking right-wing fucking talking point. It is now apparent that the border surge is not going away anytime soon and that the perceived liberalization of the liberalization of the border regime under the Biden administration has indeed spurred more immigrants to try their luck at the border. And it's not going away with the hot weather. Maria Sakidi and... Nick Miroff at the Washington Post report: Officials may have made more than one million apprehensions in the Southwest border this fiscal year as of June, Jeez. and two uh, two hundred and ten thousand more individuals probably crossed in July. He's like probably, David Shulaghan, Assistant Secretary, Terry Board for Border and Immigration Policy at the Department of Homeland Security, said, calling the preliminary tally quote the highest monthly encounter. Number since fiscal year two thousand. Really? Wow. And it only amped up more because we were like we kept eyes on it because we just got fucking bombed. We got planes thrown into our uh to some buildings. July is also likely included a number, a record number of unaccompanied children encounters exceeding nineteen thousand and the second highest number of family unit encounters at around eighty thousand. End quote, which is
1: close to the peak in May. 2019 Dude the kids that have been fucking just taken without parents, and without fucking IDs is insane. In San Antonio, Edinburgh, McAllen, everywhere near the border, bro. Like there's places where where they're they're making it seem as if it's legit and they're just fucking bringing in kids and taking them to the airport. You don't even know where the fuck they're going. Uh
0: meanwhile, a lot of uh well, at least New York is now brought forth the vaccine passport. Right? Oh yeah. You gotta show your vaccine ID. Scan my arm, please. Stuff.
1: Scan my forehead, please. But if you need to vote, oh, you don't need anything. You want to vote? Just go ahead and do it. Uh, sorry, no. I'm fucking hey, you have COVID. Go ahead and vote. You can go ahead and
0: vote. COVID. Oh, you you gonna die? You gonna you gonna you have STDs? Go yeah. Go, go, go vote.
1: vote. Yeah. You go vote with your blood. It's okay.
0: Uh, in a just released morning consult consult poll, Biden's approval rating on immigration stands at thirty seven percent approval. Losers and 52 percent disapproval. That's right, my man. That's 30, 54 among uh, independents. In uh, consistent with other recent polls, Democrats would do well to remember that public opinion polling over the years has consistently shown overwhelming overwhelming majorities in favor of more spending and emphasis on border security. Here is another issue that is being exploited by Fox News, but is still a real problem Democrats need to address. You guys ready for this one? Let's do it. Because I think we're, we're exploiting this one as well. Finally, here's one that's increasingly in the news these days. Quote, critical race theory, CRT. It's a term originating in academic legal theory that has been shorthanded by the right as a catch-all for the intrusion of race essentialism into teacher training, school curricula, and the like. The Fox News fallacy is very strong here, and the standard Democrat comeback is to simply assert that any voters, including parents who are concerned about CRT, are manipulated by Fox News and are opposing benign pedagogical pedagogical, pedagogical practices like teaching about slavery, Jim Crow, and the Tulsa race massacre, redlining, and so on. The not-so-subtle implication is that such voters voters are racist since who else would be opposed to simply teaching such historical facts? You know, I recently watched, I don't know if you ever watched uh, Devin Tracy uh, yeah. his shows called atheism is unstoppable. Yeah. And he did this really good breakdown of the Tulsa race massacre, which yeah. I didn't even know about. And this is being touted as, um, so basically, do you know about the Tulsa race massacre? I'm, I'll go over it real know, quick. We don't have uh, we're fighting against the clock here, but maybe I do, but I don't know the name. Um, we got peace at P uh, at peace. Peace says CRT is poop. Damn right. It is. Pew, pew. um, What was I getting at? Oh, the Tulsa Race Massacre. Mm -hmm. So apparently it was spurred by this. There was a woman that went into an elevator that, uh, back in those days, elevators had drivers, right? Mm -hmm. And so the driver of that elevator, who was black, um, may or may not have made her feel very uncomfortable and tried to uh, rape her. Cuomo her. Oh, yes. Cuomo her, right? Okay. I kiss everyone. And apparently she runs out. And uh, this guy gets arrested. And then this sparks up a huge thing because then there's a bunch of uh, uh, African-American folks Mm -hmm. at the court or whatever with guns. Um, They may or may not have killed a white guy. Mm -hmm. And then the whites fucking massacred or at least fought back that's mm-hmm. what it was a fought back and then they're saying there's lots of uh, uh, mass grave kind of stuff but the actual story and uh, nobody can actually tell you the same story it's mm. like uh, it depends on where you fall politically mm. um if you're on the left they're going to say um that the the driver of the elevator um which i forget his name it's some uh, dick something dicky let's see Tol- uh, can you look that up for me while i talk about this where what this guy this driver of the elevator um, fell like he fell on wow. her right and that's what started this whole thing mm. at no point was there like believe all women this woman said oh and they also said that they might have had a um like a secret relationship
1: dick Roland,
0: dick Roland, that's what it was rolling rolling rolling, the dick dick rolling rolling uh it became a memorial day weekend which is another sort of triggering thing uh, nowadays right uh, we, yeah. we got uh saint george floyd here um, weekend after 19 year old Dick Roland, black shoe shiner, was accused of assaulting Sarah Page, the 17 year old white elevator operator. Oh no, she was the elevator operator and he was the shoe shiner um, um. in the nearby Drexel building. He was taken into custody after Roland was arrested. Rumors. Uh, stated that he was going to be lynched and were spread in throughout the city, which had seen a white man named Roy something lynched the previous year upon hearing reports that a mob of hundreds of white men had gathered around the jail where Roland was being held a group of 75 black men Uh, Some of whom, some of whom were armed, a lot of them were armed. Somehow, it's funny that they said that, arrived at the jail in order to ensure that Roland would not be lynched. The sheriff persuaded the group to leave jail, assuring them that he had the situation under control. An er elderly white man approached Obi-Man, a black man, demanded. So, okay, I digress. Read about the Tulsa Race Massacre. But here's the point that this guy, this woman or this guy is trying to say on this the point that they want to teach the tulsa race massacre but they want to they want to teach the thing that the white people were mm-hmm. being racist mm-hmm. they killed and massacred this these people mm-hmm. and you know what they called tulsa back then that area the black wall street mm-hmm. they tore down successful black men uh, that opened their shops like this whole area became shitty because mm-hmm. a lot of the men that ran those shops died mm-hmm. fighting against these white people mm-hmm. um, at the end of the exchange of gunfire 12 people were dead 10 white and two black. <laughs> so um, there were casualties on both sides, but this started that race massacre. About uh, 10,000 uh, 10, black people were left homeless and property damage amounted to more than $1.5 in real estate and about seventy five seven uh, $750,000 in personal property, equivalent to $32.65 in 2020. Many survivors left Tulsa. Black and white residents who stayed in the city Uh, largely kept silent about the terror violence and resulting losses for decades. The uh, massacre was largely omitted from local, state, and national histories. All this stuff needs uh, citation, by the way, but uh, you can write anything on there. But what I I get here, I want the fact, everything that anyone's going to tell you about this on either side is conjecture. Mm -hmm. We don't know whether or not... Uh, she, the woman the operator of the the elevator train um actually was groped by this. Mm. Maybe he did fall. We don't mm. know, but to actually say that's what happened and that's started the race riot is just
1: yeah, what false it, and I, misinformation. Again, it could have been one of those things where she's operating and then it stops and it goes dun, and it shakes and he Oh, I'm sorry. Ah! You, know, you fucking negro, get your goddamn hands off grabbing me! Grabbing the titty a little bit, hey bro, you know when you're tripping, you're not looking at what you're grabbing. You're you just know,
0: trying not to fall. And this whole time too. Oh, okay, look at that right there. Um, the the clipping right there, uh, the news clipping.
1: Nav so, negro for so attacking girl. This is the, the only. Elevator. This
0: is really the only clipping that's still around that we can read. Uh, let's no see. No really? A negro delivery boy who gave his name to the police as Diamond Dick. <laughs> Yes, bro. What? But who has been identified as Dick Rowland was arrested on South Greenwood Avenue morning by officers, this guy and that guy, um, charged with attempting to assault the 17-year-old white elevator girl in the Drexel building. He will be tried in municipal court this afternoon on state charge. The girl said... She noticed the Negro a few minutes before the attempted assault, looking up and down the hallway on the third floor of the Drexel Building, as to see if there was anyone in sight. But the thought of uh, the thought, but thought nothing of it at the time. It's hard to read that. A few minutes later, he entered the elevator. Uh, she claimed and attacked her, scratching her hands and face and tearing at her clothes. Her screams brought a clerk from. Uh, the nearby store to her assistance and the Negro fled. He was captured and identified this morning by both the girl and the clerk, Police say Roland denied that he tried to harm the girl, but admitted to put his hand on her arm in the elevator when she was alone. Okay. Read that again. Roland denied that he tried to harm the girl, but admitted, uh, but admitted he put his hand on her arm in the elevator when she was alone. Tenants of the Drixel building said the girl is an orphan who works as an elevator operator to pay her way through business college. If anyone if you were to believe all women, this was the woman
1: you want to believe yeah, by a, the way. An orphan who um, works an orphan who works as an elevator operator to pay her way through business college. So anyways, this
0: I don't know what you read there, but that surely doesn't look like this. okay, the guy ran first of all, he ran after mm. getting caught and she's saying that now we can take her where she may be lying. I don't know. She may be a lying bitch. She could be. She could be. a lying I don't know. Bitch. I don't know who she is, but she has scratches all over her face. And I don't know. They didn't have forensics that we do today. Maybe uh. you got some scratches. Anyways. Um, that why is... would he
1: scratch her face?
0: So that's the Fox fallacy. Not this uh, t- uh, um, thing. The CRT is what they're talking about. Let's go back to reading this uh, Fox fallacy here. Um, uh, is... The not so subtle implication is that such voters are racist since who else would be opposed to simply teaching such historical facts. Now, if they read what we just read, they probably wouldn't read that thing or would they read it and go, this is obviously lying. The media lies or whatever. Mm. I don't know what they'd go, but this misrepresents the concerns of many parents and uh, what the whole CRT controversy is really about a serious engagement with the issue demands a deeper and more accurate understanding of the roots of the controversy. Sociologist Alana Redstone provides some uh, clarifying analysis. CRT's critics are often portrayed as wanting to whitewash history and deny the reality of slavery. If the problem were that simple, the criticisms would indeed be worthy of dismissal they often receive. Yet, there are serious concerns about CRT that are rarely aired and that have nothing to do with these points. As a result, confusion and misinformation abound and tension continues to mount. Before making a few clarifying points, it's worth notifying that the vast majority of teachers and DEI trainers are not sitting down with the students or groups announcing a lesson on CRT. More often than not, the name CRT never comes up at all. However, CRT-based perspective is quietly shaping the conversation anyway. Its impact can be seen in conversations about race, power, identity, intent, privilege, and in instance on Mm -hmm. seeing the world through its lens. CRT is a theoretical perspective that asserts that race is always about inequality and domination. CRT has a few uh, main tenets. Number one, colorblind racism. De-emphasizing the role of race and racism, including a focus on concepts of merit, uh, is itself a manifestation of racism. hmm Yep. <laughs> um, focus concepts of merit is in itself a manifestation of racism. Oh, my goodness. Number two, interest convergence. Members of the dominant group will only support equality when it's in their best interest to do so number three race and racism are always tied together race is a construct meant to preserve white dominance over people of color while making it seem like life is about uh Mm. meritocracy um i guess you know basketball is nothing to do with that i guess you're ready to join the nba you're damn right bro i'm gonna get mugsy Bugs over here
1: damn right i will uh
0: you're, you're probably taller than Muggsy Bogues and he still made it to the NBA and you didn't. In attention to systemic racism, this is number four, unwillingness to recognize full force of systemic racism as determining disparities between groups is a denial of the reality of racism today an evidence of ignorance at its best and racism at its worst. While rightly shining a light on racism as a problem, CRT leaves no space for non-racist reasons to see the world or in this case, the causes of inequality differently. This is a good summary of basic CRT-inspired ideas that have arrived in educational systems. Okay, that's it for that. That is what we're talking about here, the Fox Fallacy. Now, let's go to number seven while we still have time here. And let's talk about the leftist Mm. fallacy. Have you ever called anyone a leftist? No. You've You've
1: called people a leftist. They're leftists. No. Leftists. I've said people have leftist ideologies or thinking, but I've never called someone a leftist. Uh this comes
0: from theadvocate dot com. Uh John DeGulio writes uh here. He wrote this uh it's a one minute read, so it's quicker here. Uh, I write in response to Ernest Gammon's letter accusing Edward Pratt of spreading propaganda i find it especially galling from someone who obviously gets his talking points from fox news a pure propaganda arm of the trump presidency to compare the literally thousands of lies told by this president with a couple of instances from past holders that the office is typical of that network um office, uh, let's see calling others leftists is not an argument the logical fallacy most often used by fox followers is called the straw man fallacy okay that's really what I all I wanted to read here. So, he starts by saying, okay, the left calling people leftists is a fallacy, you know, it's a logical fallacy calling them leftists and it's off, often used by Fox followers. Mm-hmm. Um, but then goes into saying the Fox fallacy right over here. Um he obviously gets his talking points from Fox news. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Um and a pure propaganda arm for the Trump presidency.
0: So this guy's saying, hey, the leftist is not an argument, you know, uh, either find one example or f- make one up of a position you don't agree with and consign it to those you agree with, uh, which, by the way, the majority of the country. Yes, he won the election, but did not and still does not have the majority support as hard of a pill as that is to swallow. Some examples, gun control advocates want to wait, take your wait, wait, guns what? away. What,
1: what did he say? Uh, he said... Yes, he won the election. This is an example did, of a straw man.
0: Oh. If you... Uh, if he... Yes, he won the election, but did not... Or no, this is how you fight it. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck it. I, that's not what I want to read here. Um, here's some examples of this a straw man argument. Gun control advocates want to take your guns away. False. Anyone who objects to $5 billion for a wall is for open borders. False. Any journalist who reports on actual facts, such as the Trump Justice Department in New York finding that Trump instructed Michael Cohen and the National acquire to pay off former lovers to keep, <laughs> is promulgating. fake news. False.
3: Uh,
0: you can just say you know anyone who reports such as Trump Department uh, paying off a uh, hooker. But he was like, we had to write all this stuff in here. This is obviously someone who's very biased, who will fall for the, who will be fall into the uh, Fox fallacy. But then also say calling us leftists is a logical fallacy when the logical fallacy is
1: calling dismissing anybody for Fox News. What is he trying to say? He's trying to be I'm a little not, bitch. I'm not understanding what this guy is saying. Like he sounds like a 15 year old who's mad that her parents didn't let her use a car.
0: Now, he's not a, he's not upset with him he goes well you obviously watch your you obviously watch Fox News and you're that's where you're gonna get your facts uh
1: just to let you know they're shitty because they have Tucker Carlson but no that's what I'm saying he's not making any arguments no he's not he's a loser that's the, that's 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 what I'm saying he it's exactly like, it's like a 15 year old complaining to her parents that she can't borrow the car and, and they're like no you can't borrow but mom I told you I wanted to go out tonight yeah but you're still going use the car but I have money to go it's like None of your arguments are going to make me say, yes, you can use the car because that has nothing to do with you using the car.
0: Listen to this. This I am a fan of Edward Pratt's Saturday column and hope he continues to intersperse some observation about our democracy's peril (laughs) along with his personal reflections. I watch Fox to see the alternate reality created there. No, you don't. I read some advocate columnists who spout the same nonsense. It is distressing, but the free press idea is here to stay. In spite of Donald Trump and Fox, this guy's a fucking lawyer. What a loser! Um, you fall for the own for your own logical fallacy that you're doing here.
1: See, when when I read things like this, and he ends it off with lawyer, lawyer, I just think I just think to myself, I could probably be a fucking lawyer. This dude is an idiot. If this is literally the way he thinks, he's an idiot. They paid this man to fucking argue cases. This is the dumbest argument I've ever seen in my life. He's a loser. Anyways, thank you guys for uh, watching. We're going to continue on the other side. We've got a
0: lot to talk about. We're going to try to get it in one hour's time. So um, thank you guys for joining us. If you're on Channel 10, you can hop over to Facebook, finding us, Emergency Exit Podcast. It's that simple. So um, next week, we are doing a really sweet uh, collab. We're going to be hanging out with the Who's On Call boys.
1: Who's On Call?
0: I'm going to make sure I say... Uh, Rick and Rich properly to the right person. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to get it this time. You will. Uh, so next week we're going live on location. Live I'm on excited. location. I'm man. excited. For I'm that. I, I love
1: the guys from who's on call. I can't wait for this.
0: Uh, so but on the other side, we've going to talk about uh, Corey Bush. We're going to talk about Biden, some Trump, all that fun stuff. So in the meantime, hop over for Brandon, the heart at Mitchell for David Aguilar. I'm Los saying that's right. All right. Welcome to the other side. A lot to talk about today. Lots, I mean, dude, I've been cl- I've been collecting news since we were off, and so there's a lot of this stuff, maybe old, and I'll probably skip any of that older, uh, ancient uh, Chinese secret. So worded thing two weeks ago is old. With the with the news cycle we have, yeah, it, it doesn't actually doesn't surprise me. But <clears throat> let's go ahead and do this uh, defund the police B word here. I thought this was really funny because. You know, when you say you want to defund the police, you obviously have a different idea of what the police is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is why. This is why. This is why. This is why we have division in this world. If you're, if we can't come to grips on what um, certain things are and what they do, we're going to be divided. And when you keep saying we want to defund the police, you're like, why? Well, because they do this and that. You're like, they disportion disproportionately. Go, yes, but why of these? They they. They use the CRT idea because yeah. CRT's crept into the to our system. It's system, It's systemic now. Yep. It creeps in, and so this woman, Corey Bush, she's all about the defunding police. But then it comes out. I think some Republican watchdogs finds uh looks up some publicly fine uh, uh publicly something news, publicly known news or something. I don't know where you can find it, and then finds out. Turns out she spends. $70,000 on private security. Meanwhile. Since
1: the January 6th attack.
0: Since, yeah. Less than six months time. Oh, no. More than $70,000 no,
1: in about six, seven months. Yeah. It's almost $10,000 a month. She says this. Defunding the
0: police has to happen. Private security. So he's looking up what the, the cost of private security is. Twelve to fourteen dollars an hour. So less than a year's time. Well, that's several of them too. Yeah. So she may be having more than one. Yeah. Okay. uh, Anyways,
1: hundred and
0: fifty an hour at the most. Of course, they probably charge a lot more because it's government, and you can Mm. just go ahead and charge whatever you want as long as you're paying for it. You're good because we're paying for it. And I don't know if she's paying. I see. Um, I was hearing that it's taxpayer money, but she's using campaign Mm. money, so it's her own money that she was raised. But then that's I heard it's a um. It's, half, it's, almost, it's over half of her. Anyways, maybe I should read. Maybe we'll find out here. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social safety nets because we're trying to save lives, Bush told CBS News in an interview outside the Capitol. When asked whether it's hypocritical to hold that position while also spending nearly $70,000 on personal security since January 6th attack, Bush said the other alternative might be death. Would you rather me die? Is that what you want to see? Would you rather see me die? Because that would be the alternative. That could be the alternative. Can you click on that hyperlink and see if that's a video? Uh, maybe there's a video within this um, um, this article. Uh, that'd be great. No, there's not. So, yeah, I would just... Yeah, there it is. Perfecto. Oh, it's not, it's not a video. Would you rather me die? But basically, she says it uh, this way. She says... Uh, you rather would you rather me die? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read the whole thing. Uh, Bush was among two dozen lawmakers who spent more than one thousand dollars on personal security following the attack on the Capitol early July. Bush spent nearly seventy thousand dollars on personal security more than any other House lawmaker, according to the Hill's analysis. Um, my security is not against communal violence. My security is not to keep me safe from people of St. Louis. It's to keep me safe for those racist attempts made against my life. Wow. Prove it. You know what happened when somebody threatened uh, Ben Shapiro's family? He went to the FBI and that person got went to jail. You can go out and just, you know what? Maybe I wouldn't have a problem with this, right? I'd be like, okay, you're spending your own money on that. Mm-hmm. If you just like showed me one, Yeah, like you can Jesse Smollett that shit. Yeah, you can just have a couple of your friends go and fucking beat you up in the fucking alley after Subway.
1: Again, again, Jesse Smollett, dude. When was the last time we heard about that motherfucker? Right, but but exactly we said, where's the evidence? You know what I mean? Like there's people out there who are being, you know, especially when Trump was president and all that shit was going on, they were being chased out of restaurants. They were being chased by mobs of people. They didn't have any security people. Republicans, you know what I mean? They were still going out to do what they wanted. See, it's the Democrats for whatever reason, especially the the POCs in the Democratic Party, who just feel, the craps. Sure, let's go with that. Um, who just feel like this this uh, elevation in society, like they're better than everybody else. You know what I mean? She's saying, "What does she say? What you you want me to die because of the racist? I have private security because my
0: body is worth being on this planet right now. I have private security because they." the white supremacist, racist narrative that they di- drive into this country. Uh, the fact that they don't care about, they don't care that this black woman that has to put her life life on the line. They don't catch, they don't match my energy. First of all, they don't match my energy. First of all. So this black woman who puts her life on the line, they don't care that it could be taken out of here, that I could be taken out of here. They actually probably are okay with that, but this is the thing. I won't let them get that off. You can't get that off. I'm going to make sure I have security because I know I've had attempts on my life. Prove it. I have too much work to do. And there are too many people that need my help right now for me to allow that. So if I end up spending $200,000, if I spend $10,000 more on it, heat, that's what she says. She like, stumbles and says ten, one hundred thousand. 100000 uh, You know that I get to be. I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up. And defunding the police has to happen. That's the part I think people are a little bit more soured on. So suck it up. And defunding the police has to happen. Safety for me, and not for the people that they. Because yep. obviously they think that. They think that the cops absolutely do no good. Mm-hmm. Defunding
1: the police. No, mm-hmm. they do no good. None. All cops are bastards. Well, and, and, and again, to go back to our prior point. Exactly what she's saying there. That is CRT ideology. Mm-hmm. That is saying I'm black, so I need to pr- be protected more than everybody else. So everybody needs to pay me to be safe. They act like they're endangered species. Yes, exactly. Can you imagine
0: if a uh, and I'm not just saying whooping who- crane? Are they endangered? They're they fucking walked around. They're like she's
1: acting like the motherfucking dodo bird.
0: They walk around. And they like they try to get beat up. You know? And they're like, yeah, you can't beat me up. You know, I'm endangered.
1: Bitch, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you, you can't do shit. I'm in danger. You gotta keep me around. My body is much more important than yours. Then that's what she's saying. Come on. What do you got? Bro, that's what she's saying. I'm black, so I'm more important than you are. Yeah, she says it right there. So pay for my security, not for yours. She puts her life on the
0: line. First of all, they can't match her energy. That's what she was gonna say. That's, First of all, they can't match
1: what my an energy. Idiot. <laughs> what an idiot. Anyways. But again, this, ain't that about a bitch? This is the shit that, that is being accepted within the Democratic Party. Well, speaking of Democratic
0: Party, Jen Psaki oh, that bitch. was asked about this. And this is number nine here, if you want to pop that on, Mr. Hardhat.
1: Well, uh, she is a person of color, and you know that the president believes that all people you, of color need uh, to be uh, protected. And the same uh, I think they should be well,
0: First of all, why is it always the Fox News? peter dorsey who's now yeah. becoming the jim acosta yeah. of the right yeah. right who always was the one to give them the questions but at least uh at least peter dorsey uh, uh Ducey has like good questions and but these see, are important questions look, nobody bro, asked her they about need this. to let
1: us in there because that's another white motherfucker bro they got to get some poc's in there to ask that question yeah pieces of crap yeah
0: let's go who's better than that than you you're piece of Damn shit right. go ahead. thank you jen
1: uh I'm the the cover congresswoman Corey.
2: Bush is saying that she favors spending tens of thousands on private security to keep her safe and that people should, quote, suck it up, defunding the police has to happen. Didn't President Biden say a few weeks ago? She's like turning to the tabs in her notebook. Oh, no, she's like ready what for This it. is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, they know it. They know yep. what the right wing talking. Po- well, that's Fox News. Uh, that's yeah. a look, Fox bro, News she, She's point. not even going to answer the question. She, she's going to divert it to something else. They've mm-hmm. got a whole team just dedicated mm-hmm. to watching Fox News and any like uh, liberal, or I mean, mm-hmm. conservative media, yep. so that they're prepared for questions mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. And rarely are they caught off guard. And look at her prepared answer right here.
2: That anybody who accuses the party of being anti-police is lying.
3: Well, I think we shouldn't lose the forest through the trees here, which is that a member of Congress, an elected official, is concerned that her life is threatened, and that's disturbing, that any elected official would have to suffer death threats and fear for their life. So I'm not going to comment, of course, on their security arrangements. I don't have any more details on that, Uh, but I think we should start with that point first. I will say uh, that the president has been crystal clear that he opposes defunding the police. Uh, He has said that, Throughout
0: I'll the campaign for office. Then why hasn't he like publicly announced something like. Look, look, look. Uh, I I don't support def- de-
1: de- de- spend the police. Not de- n- Not defund de- def- de- the police. No, I don't want to take away the fun from the police. That's not what I'm saying. I want them to have fun. Look, look. I want them to laugh. Look, look. We just
0: want to be friends with you. Grab you by the arm and give you a kiss. Not, not grab you by the arm, but... Uh, but we do want to kiss you. We're going to kiss you. And would you rather me die? So Jen saki responds, keep going.
3: His record over the last several decades has made that clear. He has proposed increased funding for law enforcement and the COPS program. Increased funding from his predecessor, who was, as you might note or be aware of, a Republican. So I'd note that his record is pretty clear on this. So there may be some quick. in the Democratic...
1: So does this mean Joe Biden is a racist because leftists all believe or the, at least the majority that I've spoken to that the cops were founded on racist principles. Therefore, if Joe Biden is not for defunding the police and for funding, maybe even more the police, that means he is for racism because it started off with a racist ideology. He so contrad- they voted
0: in a racist. He contradicts the far leftists that are that, uh, the right typically says he's aligned with so he's trying to ride that line right mm-hmm. oh I'm on, on your man. side I'm sort of not on your okay. come on man there hey, you go you hey, there, we Joe? got that shit Joe what's up bro uh, we got another oh, what man
3: <laughs> about 30
0: seconds left in this clip
3: party including congresswoman Bush who disagree with him That's okay. But I would say the majority uh, of Democrats, we've seen this in polling, and the majority of members uh, also uh, agree that we should not defund the police.
2: Is there a greater concern though, I understand that's not the president's position, but is there a concern uh, that, defunding the police or uh, suck it up defunding the police has to happen might become uh, a big democratic message ahead of the midterms it
3: does not appear to become uh, be, be becoming a democratic message even though there might be a desire for that on the other side of the aisle
0: Ooh, got him no you guys want that to happen you guys want us to want defund the police but we don't we don't no we don't we don't so speaking of the White House, so we're going to go down here to number 10 here. I found this just wonderful. This is the kind of good stuff that I just wish that you guys caught on uh, camera that uh, Donald Trump would do. Like on the stuff that they try to say about Donald Trump, we've got 10 times more video now of, of Biden. Oh, yeah. Only in like six months time, yep. seven yep. months time. It's the greatest. He's the greatest president we've ever had. Damn right he is. Look, he's you you know what the fuck's going on right now. Uh, so here's a video. Um where he was doing a press conference and he gets a a uh, little note. And so I will we'll commentate over this. Commentate. Go ahead. So uh yeah, he's sitting there with his whatchamacallit, just uh being just good Me, old sleepy Joe.
1: Being the good old I mean, sleepy Joe he is. It's
0: not it's not that it's loading, that's just him sitting there mm-hmm. and like just like waiting there. Like, that's that's a, him. That's a part of the this video. This is actually
1: going. This is a part of the video. That's the way that the video was uploaded was because they were trying to show you how long it was taking him to respond. That's
0: exactly right. That's exactly right. All right. So it seems to be uh, glitching out on We're not even trying. All
1: right. We don't even have to watch the video.
0: Um, If you guys know what what we're doing, maybe you can just like Google Biden chin. But uh, he got a sign that said, sir, you have something on your chin. And so you see him pick up that note and then immediately start going for his chin. And then happens to, oh, here we go. Now we're running here.
3: We have the federal and state government. Uh, Kamala uh, Harris is talking. It
0: says, sir. Uh, this this
3: issue Finds is it, ongoing. Looks at each it. year, as we have discussed, it gets worse. It takes a little nibble. It affects real yeah, people. Pretty good. Um, everything from, from children who are breathing. All right. With, and, and he's still and, reading and expand- the
0: note. <laughs> now you can see the thing on his chin. Now, come on. Come on, man. I'm I'm not gonna oh, be a, a a dick or anything and be like oh look at this fucking doddering old fool, uh, come on man, this is just this is great this is funny stuff I don't think it's bad or good
1: this clip I just think it's
0: in the realm of fun. well I mean funny
1: I mean what CNN and many others did was blow the fuck up when Mike Pence had a fly on his forehead,
0: oh you you, you know, know what? what I mean
1: you're right you're
0: right about that all right so we got peace at peace saying, come on man. Saying also, imagine being that smug as a redhead.
1: I know they already come off as not having a soul. You know what I mean? That smug
0: ass redhead. Is that what he meant to say? Uh, okay. Uh, that's Biden. So let's go into Trump news. Let's let's even this out with some good stuff here. Um, is he still alive? He's still, arrived, uh, still alive. And this comes from Yahoo.com. <coughs> Excuse me. Trump is owed one million dollars tax refund for a Chicago skyscraper, but local officials are trying to block it. Mm. So the only reason why they found that they, he owes one or he he's owed one million dollars was because they went after his taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Am I is assuming this is this not a fucking look at that move right there? He's all like, "Hey, this is a man who y'all were just being the biggest dicks to." No, I know the people that are watching this probably aren't the ones we're uh, we're referring to in this, but um, a little bit more over a year and a half ago, we had someone who hated this guy on the show, um, who hosted the show, who was all about the tax returns. Oh, we're going to get the tax returns. We're going to find out. I'm like, to find out what? We're going to find out that he's been paying this and that hasn't been paying his taxes. He's not paying his fair share. Oh, Uh, so... This ruling means that Trump is owed $1 million refund, but official, local officials filed a lawsuit to stop it. The ref, Now, who's who's the one over here denying justice? Bro. The refund would come out of property taxes owed to the city and other agencies, including the Chicago Public Schools. <laughs> well, you guys shouldn't have tried to fucking open this box of worms here. Is it box of worms? Can of worms. Can of worms. Uh, former President Donald Trump is owed a tax refund of a million dollars for a Chicago skyscraper. An Illinois tax agency ruled last month that Trump paid too much. He paid too much on his 2011 tax bill after the value of Trump International Hotel and Towers rooms and retail space was overassessed. Um, 2011, that's 10 years ago, man. It's not very, that's, uh, come on, I want some recent stuff. I want to see those uh, tax returns that show that he paid uh, Vladimir Putin or something. See, but <laughs> but look, look what they're
1: doing there, right? They're saying, Give giving him a million dollars, no. But I bet you if it was to give this black lady security. They would say yes. You know what I mean? Who who deserves it? He overpaid. He gave too much. Imagine this if other he girl paid. is just taking from the the taxpayers. Oh, yeah. Imagine if he uh, had had to actually owe that million dollars. Do you think they'd uh, want that or not? Uh, they would. They would be fucking. He needs to pay you by this day. If not, he should go to jail and die. Plus interest. Plus interest.
0: Do you think that they pay interest back when you're owed a million dollars? I hope so. No, that's right. That's right. I hope so. Uh, Let's see. Um, They tried to block it. The Cooks County state attorney since filed a lawsuit. Look
1: who it is. Kim Fox, the bitch who covered up Jesse Smollett. Uh, Cook County uh, state attorney.
0: (laughs) Of course it's Kim Fox. Oh, what a freaking turd. Come on, man. Salary, $192,000. More like
1: 193000 bro, bro, she looks like Wishbone with a wig on. You know who Wishbone is from Bone thugs and harmony Hey, by the way, um, bum, 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 bum. Yeah,
0: she bum. looks like Wishbone, but with a wig on. Yeah, he's Uncle Charlie. You know, he misses Charlie. He
1: misses Uncle Charles, y'all.
0: Uh, let's see here. 2016, She's uh, she's been for a uh, few, few years now. Uh anyways um Kim Fox you know who the one who didn't want to investigate Jesse Smollett's fucking
1: $192,000 $192, salary Damn. Yeah. And tax-free, by the way. That's some good money right tax-free, there, Tax-free, by the way. I, that's don't think some... she, I don't think they pay paying
0: a tax... Do, uh, do politicians have to pay taxes on that's their, on their income? Yeah, that's some good
1: motherfucking money right there, bro.
0: You'd think they would, right? But they're federal employees. <laughs> federal employees are getting paid taxes. So yeah, who are they, they paying, paying for their taxes? Well,
2: they're getting, I mean, they're paying for what they get. Still
0: income. So they're, they're not
2: paid. paying any taxes on the side deals that they're making.
0: Do politicians pay taxes? Pretty sure they do. Why Members they? of Congress pay income tax just like every other American. Yeah. The U.S. tax code uh, that states that everyone who receives revenue must pay an income tax. Ugh, I fucking hate income tax so much. It's so stupid. Well, so that money goes back. So they work for themselves as well. Yeah. Like, no, I pay my own bill. Like, when you yell at a politician, you're like, I pay your bills. She's like, I do too motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> I pay as much I as th- you do. I pay my shit too. So that's not a really good argument to uh say to a
1: a cop either. Cops uh cops have to uh they pay taxes too. So Yeah, but there but there would be no way for them to get paid if it wasn't for us. What a weird cycle that it's, they have. It, there. Yeah, it's so yeah. maybe they pay. OK, so maybe the fire
0: department pays for the police department. The police department pays for the, the would, hospitals or for the It's like this big circle, right? That's how bro, it goes. It's like
1: you go and fucking go to Dave and Buster's and you buy their money. You can't you can't survive off of Dave and Buster's money. It well, by out.
0: the way, Dave and Buster's was funded by uh, founded by Dave Chappelle and Buster Rhymes. Oh, yeah. Dave yeah and that's Buster's.
1: True. I thought you were going to say it was a part of a uh, uh, fucking MKUltra. No, uh, that's
0: actually part of uh, the Mandola effect. Oh, uh, Mandola. The Mandola. Effect. That's um, my homie, Mandola. Anyways, did not that seem funny here? Dis- the dispute is the latest development in the story of Trump's taxes in Chicago. Alderman Ed Burke, the longest-serving member of Chicago's city council in history, served as Trump's lawyer for more than a decade. His firm originally filed the tax appeal, arguing the value of Trump's building had been overestimated. Burke, a Democrat, uh, of course help Trump secure a 14. It's like he works with Democrats too, you know, before 2000, maybe two thousand two, where was it? It was right before Obama. Yeah. He was, uh, he well, was a Democrat and I mean, then he, he was, was burned by Obama. He was talking to me racist. before then, but, uh, let's see here. Uh, it, uh, he helped Trump secure $14 million in tax breaks on a Chicago skyscraper before parting ways with Trump company in 2018. Later that year the FBI raided Burke's County's uh, city hall office and was later charged with racketeering, bribery and extortion among other charges. Prosecutors say Burke used the power of his office to drive business to his law firm including blocking permits. So um so that's why they're trying to block it is because the lawyer that helped Trump uh pay too many too much tax um was cheating or mm. other things so therefore uh, isn't the bottom line? Oh no. Cause he already received $14 million in tax breaks. Mm-hmm. seems like he paid $13 <sighs> or 13 um, or $1 million too much. Yeah. And so he needs to get that back. Yeah. So he's already anyways, I, I I'm getting, I'm analyzing it too much when I don't need to. It, the bottom line here, it's just that, Stop relying on things until, or stop like thinking that this is going to burn Donald Trump until, and find the smoking gun that's I going know, to put be, him away forever. Because even at the end, of,
1: it's not there. Because even at the end of the day, right? Let's say Trump did do that. Who's who is the one who's going to go to jail? Not him. That Burke guy. Who was the one that was handling the business? Not him. That Burke guy. Yep. Yeah. It was that Burke guy. So let's go to number twelve. It? Yeah. When you get so the chance. it's it's. Oh. But that's just, that's, that's fucking hilarious that it's like, we're going to get you Trump. And it's like, actually, you got to pay him. All right.
0: So this uh, next story, and this is still within Trump here, and this is going to tie us into uh, Olympics here. Trump encourages, this comes from NBC New York. Trump encourages GOP crowd to boo US women's soccer team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was what? published July 24th, 2021. Former President Donald Trump speaking at an election rally in Phoenix smirked as a crowd booed the US soccer team. Wait, what? Let's read that headline again. Trump encourages grand old party crowd to boo. Encourages conservatives to boo. And then here's the subheadline. Former President Donald Trump speaking at an election rally in Phoenix smirked as the crowd booed the U.S. women's soccer team, the former president Donald Trump says the U.S. women's soccer team national soccer team's opening match loss at the Tokyo Olympics was a good example of wokeism causing people to lose. Causing people to lose. Can we watch his video? It's only a few uh, seconds long here, and I I do I do miss his voice. Don't you guys? Oh, you got to unmute. Ruins your mind and ruins you as. Wokeism makes you lose, ruins your mind, and ruins you as a person. You become warped. You become demented. The U.S. women's soccer team is a very good example. <laughs> it's a very good example of wokeism. Of what's going on? Of what's going on? Earlier this week, they unexpectedly lost to Sweden, three to nothing. And Americans That's it. were happy about it. The headline was Trump encourages GOP crowd to boo U.S. women's soccer team. What? what? Did you see any encouragement? But he just goes, he nods head, no. Like, tell no, don't do that. If he encourages it, I would think that it's like, come on, let's go. Keep doing
2: fucking.
1: That looked more like he was ashamed for the country. That like, mm, like you know what I mean? Isn't that about a bitch? In which uh,
0: I don't have any, I didn't get anything for the Olympics because first of all, the trans um, athlete, uh, the weightlifter, yeah, the weightlifter lost, didn't even fucking lift, couldn't lift. And you know, the, the worst part is that there could have been uh, a, a, an actual woman that uh, could have gone, taken the place of it. Yep. Um, the U.S. soccer team, uh, the women's soccer team, they, they came back and they won their next match. And then they had to go up against uh, Canada in the semifinals, and lost to Canada to fucking Canada bro. to Canada. We're the United States, and we lost to Canada. You know, I watched their win against uh, who was it? I, it was their their last match before Canada, and uh, Susa uh, what, Rappano, whatever her name
1: is. Trump Trump's taking credit for people booing a, a woman's sport. That's like predicting the sunset. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Trump's taking credit for people booing at a women's sport. Um, So, yeah. um, So, I was going to mention this last match. I forget who it was against. um, I think it may have been Brazil or something, uh, the US soccer team. It it came off to be a uh, penalty kick, uh, not penalty kick, but a kickoff, whatever they do, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Free kicks. What do they call it?
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah. uh, uh, It's like one on
0: one Mm -hmm. goalie versus this, right? And uh rap anew fucking kicks it and gets the final one in. And then she comes out and she, the way she's like so arrogant, like like, fuck yeah, like look at me, man. I'm like, dude, I'm like such a coolest dude. I look like Justin fucking beamer right now. I'm gonna mm. get my fucking pussy sucked so hard tonight. I'm gonna scissor you so fucking hard tonight. And then to see her do we're not gonna produce a child because we can't. If Trump told a crowd to cheer for a woman's sport and they did, I would be impressed.
1: That's how you know how good Trump is.
0: All right. Anyways, uh, what else are we going to say? The woman uh, who... uh, The shot-putting chick or whatever that... See, we don't even know her name. We don't even care because she's a loser. Literally none of the woke uh, athletes in the Olympics, that made it to the Olympics, won. So your hate for America... But but what about that? Let me just give you a little suggestion. Maybe if you spend a little more time... Doing the sport that you're good at instead of like
1: thinking about wokeism, because this yeah. is what Donald Trump was saying in that thing. He goes, it leads to you being shitty. Well, yeah, because, and there you go. because then you spend more time caring about that than actually developing developing the thing you should be working on. And the, you and, and you're and you're trying to and you're you want to gain your strength off this virtue signaling, off this woke ideology, and then you don't put that in right, you're 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 living a privileged life. You think you deserve this and you deserve that. And you're not working for anything anymore. And
0: nobody, you know, nobody can agree on the right definition of it. And so therefore the division happens. And then look at Colin. uh, What's his name? Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Um, He's not going to work again. You know, who did come back after retiring? Tim Tebow came back Mm -hmm. and they're like, Oh fuck a white, white privilege. You're like, when was the last time that Tim Tebow fucking, uh, with, did anything contra, Well, not just controversial. That.
1: Tim Te- with, with Kaepernick, the reason that they were they were going to give him a shot, and he didn't want to go. He wanted them to come, and they were like, "Fuck you!" Like Tim Tebow went out and tried and did this. He was like, "Oh, you got to come." Like how arrogant do you have to be to no? You come to me.
2: Well, they gave yeah they gave him a, a camp day to show up, yeah. and then like an hour before yeah. it was supposed to start, he had set up his own. It yeah. was like, "No, y'all have to come to yeah. me." And they were just like. No, yeah. this is a fucking joke. Yeah. He's not Who the serious. the fuck? You're yeah. not
1: even that good. Yeah. You're not even that good. I'm better than fucking Kaepernick, bro. Get Kaepernick's afro ass over here, and I bet you I could outplay him. I could throw <laughs> a football over those mountains. You damn right, bro. <laughs> fucking make him cry easy.
0: <laughs> you should have put there. me in.
1: <coughs> Let's go to number 13 here. Talking about Muggsy Bows. I'll take on
0: Kaepernick, bro. Boy, we're running through a bunch of the news today. This is just a bunch of stuff that we needed to get to. I mm-hmm. mean, um, that was from two weeks ago, boys. <laughs> July 24th. This one is unbelievable. And this one goes, uh, it, it sits perfectly right here in the running segment that we have called All Teachers, teachers are, are Bastards.
1: bastards. Oh, teachers are bastards. And CRT
0: assholes. Uh, if you guys can make us a drop, that'd be cool. So this comes from the Daily Wire. <laughs> and teacher told students to hide. Uh, do we have a funny yeah. comment here? Uh, Kaepernick would whoop
1: your ass, Mario. Who's Mario? <laughs> yeah. You're Mario. You Mario? Look at you! Got the hat and the mug no, bro. Uh, first of all, Kaepernick, good, bro. I could whoop the shit out of Kaepernick day and night, bro. I could do it in my motherfucking sleep, bro. Come on, you kidding me? I'm from the hood, bro. Uh, Kaepernick is click below. Who do you think would win in a uh, in a fight, Kaepernick <laughs> or bro? David. First Make of all, Cap- Kaepernick is tall. I could easily go Goldberg on him and do the. The jackknife, you know what I mean? Gobert, when he would just run, just tackle him. Come on, man. Kaepernick, that's a little girl right there. Kaepernick. Okay. I'm a cap his nicks. Oh, you do know me like that, son.
0: Oh, shit. Take it easy. Uh, let's see. Um, teacher told students, this comes from the Daily Wire. Teacher told students to, quote, uh, to hide, quote, equity survey from parents. A uh, fourth mm. grader says this, and mom fires back, equity is the mask. That critical race theory hides behind. Mm. Uh, let's roll down here and read a little bit of this here. Um, after a fourth grade Minnesota girl told her school board that her teacher asked her to hide the fact that she was forced to take an equity survey from her mother. Um, then her mother went on national TV to blast organizations that imposed their equity agenda on children. Firing equity is the mass that critical race theory hides behind. Uh, Haley Yasgar told the Sartell Saint Stephen School District board, "My name is Haley Yasgar. I was in fourth grade at Riverview Bambadabatuba. I went to the school board. How good? Anyway, she says that uh, basically what I just wrote to, uh, read to you. She was told to not tell her uh, mother about these questions, this survey that the teacher gave her." not part of the school curricula because CRT is not taught in schools. Mm. The school district had hired the left-wing equity Alliance, Minnesota to conduct an $80,000 audit on racial inequities within the school district. An audit. Can you imagine? It's like, you know, have you ever heard of just made up? Like, I wish you can, uh, you can uh, charge and get paid $80,000 for an audit on racial inequities. Yeah, we're gonna find them. You know, hey, you know. Tell you what, we have a new business coming here. This is Emergency Exit uh, Racial Inequities Program that we're working on here. Where we'll come to your place and you pay us eighty thousand dollars, and we'll tell you how you're racist. Mm. You no, know, it's easy. What we'll do is we'll we'll give you a survey. Don't tell your mom you're taking it. Um, and you know, you just answer these questions. But- like, what gender do you uh, feel you identify with? Oh and if you don't know what that means don't worry just go ahead and you know we'll tell you what
1: that means. don't don't don't, ask, don't 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 ask your mom But we got this okay But what's the slippery slope between this and and um uh what's the word I'm uh, grooming You know what I mean when you uh, you know we, we've seen those TV shows back in the day It depends you know, on what the, you're I, grooming you know, them for for life outside well, of school Well no not but. just that but you're saying hide this from your parents yeah, right, like
2: that—that that should be raising all sorts of red yeah. flags. The fact that anybody is an asking adult a child to hide this, whatever that may be, it does—it doesn't matter. The fact that they're doing that, like, yeah, I mean, I thought the same thing. Yep. I was like, man, that does sound a lot like like grooming. Yeah, like it's—it's it's a little scary. Well, <laughs> it, you know,
1: I I just remember watching TV shows as a kid and just thinking about how there is always that character in some of these episodes. I'm thinking about what's the one with with what's the name with what you're talking about, Willis. Uh, different strokes. Different strokes. Yeah, and there was that episode where he goes to this guy's uh, game room, and it's like, oh, don't tell your parents. And every those, every one of those stories start off at that way. Don't tell your parents. Don't tell your parents. This is literally how it's starting off. Like these are the same people who allow drag queen story time. You know what I mean? The same ideology is what allowed drag queen story time. How do we know with this kind of language is very pedophilic? That's all I'm saying. I don't. I I wouldn't go that far, dude. But there. It,
0: you're it's a little too far the pedophilia stuff. i I mean
1: bro have you you talk about pedophilia like the left talks about like white supremacy no you know why i talk about it because it's all over the movie industry it's all over with abortions bro look at the movie industry and how much pedophilia is going on in that and look at the same ideology they push same model ideology is being pushed over here. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, this- uh, I understand, dude. You're over here trying to make it seem like, oh, well, that's crazy talk and you're blowing out of proportion. No, it's not. It's true. But you know what? The thing is, when you bring it up, they make it seem as if How you're about crazy.
0: just a like a shred of evidence that they're like pedophilias going I, on? I can,
1: but will you look at the evidence?
0: Yeah, of course I will. Why wouldn't I look okay. at the evidence? I mean, you, we, no, because you I'll can say- tell me maybe like one person, like Corey uh, Feldman came out and said a bunch of that shit, mm-hmm. right? Like, of course, yeah, maybe we can consider that, but why aren't more going out
1: and Bro, seeing it? How, it may, takes, how it takes so a few many, so many, so many actors, Britney Spears, what is she just saying? What is she talking about? So many people are saying, look at what's going on as me as a child actor. So many people are.
0: Britney Spears is out of her goddamn mind and a court had gone over all the, the people of the court, like any all this free Britney bullshit, you guys are stupid, and you guys have you guys don't know anything about the facts. Neither do I. But the bottom line is that there was a court that knew all the facts, and decided that she's not capable. Do you guys remember when she shaved her head? She got a mental breakdown. She's not capable of you know holding her own money, which is fine. She gets she doesn't lose any money. She just doesn't have any control of it at the moment, which is fine. Doesn't mean she needs to. Uh, like, be on her own. Like, imagine this. Why are we letting a crazy person go on their own? Don't, don't you think if we cared about this person, we would make sure that her money's safe? She's going to—maybe she's spending erratically. Well, We don't know what the circumstances are, mm-hmm. but the facts and evidence were revealed in a court, which we don't know about, mm-hmm. and the court decided on
1: Well, that. again, and you're basing your judgment off of her. Again, I'm not trying to stand up for Brittany at all but i'm yeah, saying right. show me your new tattoo i'm <laughs> saying you're bait you're basing this, it says right here you're, you're basing that off of someone else's opinions of what they judge for her again and th- and that's the thing yeah you could say that we're going in circles but what i'm saying is look at it, all the child stars that have come out and said this is what's going on in the back back doors of disney nickelodeon and all these other programs look at just look at how many people—hold on. Just look at how many people have been fired from the mo- from the movie industry who have been convicted for pedophilia and then rehired. Look at how many people in Disney who have been convicted for pedophilia and rehired on TV shows. I think one of them was The Sweet Life of whatever and whatever. So many of them. So you tell me, why are they having so many pedophilic conviction people working in the movie industry and hiding well, Maybe
0: it? the definition of pedophilia has been so skewed that— you're thinking just because there's something that seemed inappropriate, that
1: is inappropriate. Maybe there wasn't any. Maybe you don't know. I'm, what's go, going, go, on I'm there. going exactly with what your argument just was. With look how crazy Brittany is because the court said it, and the court is saying all these dudes are pedophilia uh, or are pedophilic, and they're being hired. Well, okay, the only difference. So I'm is, going with your argument. So I'm okay, saying if you're, the, your,
0: if you're going with my argument, I haven't heard. Of one example of someone getting busted for pedophilia and then going back into the same role. All right, well,
1: I'll send you a few articles. Can you, you, want a, you can Google this right now because I can tell you. you want.
0: I can tell you a good example of maybe that may help your support, mm-hmm. but it doesn't help you in anything. The dad from Beetlejuice, what's his name? That we've been watching oh. on the re- uh, rewatch. Um, the the dad on the the principal from Ferris Bueller. That guy literally yeah. got busted for fucking pedoph- uh, for mm-hmm. child pornography. Mm-hmm. Um, and hitting on 17-year-old boys or whatever. That guy didn't work another day in his life. So who are these other people that you're talking about that are pedophiles, convicted, mm-hmm. and then are I'm, still working for Disney? Directors, producers? Yeah, I'd like to see some names, yeah, some sources. Go for it. Yeah, but you uh, Jeffrey Jones, that's right, this guy, Jeffrey Jones. That guy? Yeah.
1: He played Satan in uh, uh, Stay Tuned. Yeah, and he he got busted for,
0: you know, for shit. Uh, I don't think it'll have any of that. Maybe it does. Yeah. Look at this. November, 2002, after being accused of hiring a 14 year old boy to pose for sexually explicit photographs, Jones was charged with one felony count of employing a minor for purposes of taking sexually explicit uh, photos of, and a misdemeanor count of uh, possessing child pornography and released on $20,000 bail on July 20 in July, 20 Oh three. After pleading no contest to felony charge, she was placed on the sex offender uh, list uh, register and given five years of probation. Disney under fire for hiring convicted pedophiles to work on kids' shows by Megan Fox, PJ Media. Okay, um, it says uh, it seems like everyone is noticing the glare of blah, 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 blah. After Disney, this is a secret life of Cody. After Brian Peck's arrest in kovich in Disney which is owned by ABC hired him to work on the show ch- what did he actually get busted for um, do you, can you t- find what he actually got busted for uh, let's see what we got here um, uh, this comes from at piece too far um, Ian says I just saw they busted some Disney dudes for that okay so that's what he that's what you're trying to say. I worked in fire EMS pedophiles are everywhere. I worked in fire EMS. Pedophiles are
1: everywhere. Oh, man. Well. John Healy, a long-term employee of the Family Entertainment Company, was arrested on three counts of lewd and lascivious acts on a child, according to Variety. Healy, 58, is Santa Clarita, is accused of abusing two underage girls and one whom was 11 years old and approximately 10 years old. Uh, so this guy, the Disney employee, include, uh, include people from management, a concierge, a tour guide, and a ticket seller. Disney has downplayed the arrest, inciting that the theme park is so large. So it just goes on and on. Not there's so many people. It's it's insane, dude. <clears throat> Third t-
0: trial dismissed for former Disney executive charged with. Lo- Does it say he's charged with it? But did he get um? Did he get charged? I mean, uh, convicted of it? Because uh, it says right here he was uh, dis. It was dismissed. Third trial dismissed. It says for- was arrested. Yeah, you can you can still be arrested and all that stuff, and then you go to then you go to trial, and then you have to prove your innocence. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he proved his innocence. Seems like uh, how. Okay, well, let's see. Let's read it here. A third trial for a Cygnus Disney executive charged with sexually assaulting two children over the course of six years was dismissed Tuesday, officials said. The retrial was set for Jonathan Blake Healy, 58, because of the first and second juries were unable to reach a verdict unanimously. On Tuesday, the court dismissed the case. According to Ricardo Santiago, the defense was asked to uh, ask the court to dismiss the case. People opposed the motion. The court dismissed it. Uh, Healy was suspended from Disney upon the company being informed of charges, allegations, outlined the timeline, abuse, blah, blah, blah. Healy's alleged to have willfully unlawfully and lewdly committed a lewd and lascivious act upon, uh, blah, blah, blah. Kids, uh, the complaints identified. So he wasn't convicted of anything. That's mm-hmm. the difference. Um, he, uh, I don't know what the legality is. If two courts of two juries can't come up Uh, Are that divided? So another one. Disney
1: rehires Nambla pedophile loser director James Gunn to make movies for kids. Uh, Yeah, James Gunn, who thinks that he was
0: never convicted of any pedophile. He made a pedophile joke or two. That's the that's their that's their harp on him. I'm still waiting for a good example of a a pedophile that was convicted in a court and got his job back at Disney. Because the one example I gave you, Mm -hmm. that man never worked another day in his life. He's sitting at home jerking off to Disney fucking channel right now. Yeah,
1: no, but yeah, you're absolutely right. But why does they attract? Why does this attract that kind of person? Not just that, right? And I'm going even to the things that we've talked about with the co- the child's uh, cartoons and the drag queen story time. It isn't just, oh, look at the people who work here and they're getting convicted. Oh, wow. What a coincidence. But they're for that ideology. They're promoting drag queen story time when the people who have been a part of it have been convicted pedophiles and a part of it. And they're also for the, the, oh yeah, you let your kids touch yourself and let's make cartoons where your kids learn these things. It's not just the oh, well this happened. What a coincidence. It's, it's, why is this being festered there? Well, I think you equate it all too
0: much. Like there's actual pedophiles, you know, we used to say on the show, there was this, um, Radio owner radio company state radio station owner in Arizona and maybe uh uh Brandon if you can Google this real quick the Arizona radio station owner um who went on his air he went on his own airtime said that he he revealed ways of how to hide your child porn on your on your thing because we live in America and we can do whatever we want or something like that. And because this guy was a mega millionaire, yes, look at this Arizona. We what said, we, we we read this back when it was like news. It was still news here. Uh, I guess just press the play button and listen to this. A radio station owner uh, tells listeners how to hide child porn on computers. Oh, I hope there's no uh, commercial here. That'd be great. There's no. It's just a. Anyway, scroll down. Maybe you'll find it some more here. Is this is a? No, just a tr- maybe find a different uh, video here. Uh Okay, we don't have to. Um. Anyways, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Okay, so my point about mentioning this guy is that when you're, and this guy's a a mega rich guy. When you're rich mm-hmm. and you have everything you possibly can get, mm-hmm. everything you possibly can want, mm-hmm. at some point. The things that used to excite you just don't anymore. Therefore, you always find the most extreme. You start finding the most extreme thing to do. You get depraved. You you, you get depraved. Yeah. And so, when you have that much mm-hmm. money, I, I can see how it can be possible. Some of these dudes are into that uh, pedophilia stuff. Not just dudes, women. Oh, you know, and that seems to be more. That seems to be more accepted. The Jiseline Maxwell. Like, think about. Um, what was the movie we watched on the rewatch where there was a young girl? Um, no, there was a young boy. Um, but then there was an older, like babysitter who was, uh, kissing him or something. Right. Or or the the kid leans in to kiss her and she's like, Oh, but like, imagine if that was twisted around somehow, Mm. if that was a little girl and then Mm. the the male babysitter and then the girl kisses him, would you feel the same way?
1: Mm. Um, anyway yeah and it's weird how yeah 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 we got to move on to whatever we have next but i agree with what you're trying to go with
0: um i don't think i want to go with anything else except for this last one here this is not numbered uh this is uh maga a maga porn star you know there's porn stars out there and some of them are fucking trump supporters i mean so so was stormy daniel (laughs) uh she definitely is not a fan of him now uh, this comes from the Daily Beast she, here. She, I'm telling you, she's not a fan of Michael Avenatti. I'll say that much. Uh, MAGA's biggest porn star, Brandy Love, got kicked out of a conservative conference, and she's pissed. Holy conspiracy, Batman. Uh, the veteran adult actress talks no about way. being booted from Turning Point USA's conference in Tampa for being a porn star, and Candace Owens attacks against her. Brandy Love is the most famous MAGA porn star on the planet. The adult industry veteran boasts eight hundred and thirty-one thousand videos in her lifetime. I'm just kidding. Uh, followers on Twitter, has starred in hundreds of triple X films, penned the book Getting Wild Sex from Your Conservative Woman, and is a columnist for the Federalist. A Federalist. Federalist. She entusi- enthusiastically supports Donald Trump and loads
1: Antifa, BLM, and the squad. Can I just say, how ironic is it that this is almost the same thing as Brandy Max from uh, Parks and Recreation?
0: Uh, oh, right. Except that she didn't, she's not trying to run for anything. I she know, but, know, but literally the same name. Uh, Love. Uh, And maybe that's what they're going for. Uh, Love, because she would have probably still been working porn back then, too. Love, 48, has attended a number of panels during Turning Point USA's Student Action Summit in Tampa, Florida, where she discovered that her VIP badge had been revoked and she was no longer allowed to attend the event. Quote, as a matter of policy, TPUSA does not allow adult entertainers, influencers, or brands to participate in its events designed for minors. Mm. End quote. TPUSA spokesman Andrew Kolvitz said in the statement. Former TPUSA communications director Candace Owens, a prominent far right artist, performance artist, a prominent far right performance artist. Uh, only the best from uh, best reporting from Daily Beast also took aim at Love on her political podcast. Candace quote: "This was great. I mean, this is exactly right. This is a conference for minors. I have a bigger question: What was she doing there?" End quote. Asked Owens on her show, adding quote: "Anything that is uh, anthica, anthica, antithetical, antithetical, antithetical." Yes, uh, uh, yes, against, yes, against uh, ethics, to family values and not conservative, quote, end quote, is inspiring the neo-Nazi Christchurch mosque shooter, anthica, anthic, antithetical, antithetical, <laughs> antithetical, I'm like tripping over my own, my fat ass tongue over here, fat ass tongue, my fat ass tongue, antithetical to an- family va- values, you be the judge, so, okay, wait a minute, wow, that's kind of, I mean, this is reporting right here. Uh, so she's getting mad at, uh, she's exactly, uh, so she's, Kenneth uh, Rosen's saying, i exactly right. This is a conference for minors. We. I have a bigger question. What's she doing there? Mm-hmm. Uh, anything that is antithetical to family values is not conservative. And then this writer says, is inspiring the neo-Nazi Christchurch mot sooner antithetical to family values? You be the judge. Inspiring the, who? That was, Yeah. Dude, this writing's so shitty, and my reading's even shittier. Of course, both Colvin and Owens' claims that the Student Action Summit was an event designated for minors is irrelevant. Its website it says uh, it's primarily intended for students between the ages of 15 and 26, and that adults are welcome to attend. Love wasn't performing at the event; merely attending. By that logic, Brandy Love shouldn't be allowed to shop at Toys R Us because of her chosen profession, which is absurd. By that logic.
1: First of all, Toys R Us doesn't even exist
0: anymore. What the fuck are you talking about? And second, by that logic, that doesn't even work with that logic. She's not. Okay. a A conservative event for minors or what they say that doesn't want adult entertainers because conservatives are not into pornography because
1: it's sex out of wedlock or what or whatever you guys believe in i don't fucking know i don't fucking care Wait, what it says also it's more than a bit hyper uh hypocritical hypocritical for tp usa and owens to praise donald trump who has appeared in multiple soft corn porn films
0: Conducted at least one what? affair with a porn star and has been accused of sexual misconduct by another while shaming love. I reached I reached out to Love, who uh, I have interviewed in the past about the whole strange ordeal, including how she feels about TPUSA and its founder, co-founder Charlie Cook, the uh, Kirk, the other Cook. co-founder <laughs> Bill Montgomery died of COVID last year after the organization openly mocked mask wearing. What the fuck do people read this shit? Uh, can you talk me through? Why you wanted to attend the TPUSA as a conservative? Over the past couple of years, I've been uh, the last couple of years have been a dystopian nightmare for me. Riots, lockdowns, mask mandates, election integrity issues, suspended liberties, etc. As an American, regardless of political affiliation, it's been equally horrific. COVID, human isolation, family tragedies, Bukakis, and more. We were told about the TPUSA conference by a known political consultant who has worked on everything from the Republican presidential campaigns to local school board elections. I have a young adult in college. Oh, I guess she's got a kid. I have a young adult in college and have seen firsthand what goes on. Could you imagine? Uh, You don't tell what your mom is. You've never brought one of your buddies up. That's the bottom line, too. Could you imagine you have your buddies and you're like, I'm just not going to tell them who my mom is. We're never going to talk about it. But if they find out one day, you'll never trust them again because you know they're jacking off to your mom.
1: Or they're trying to go over to your house without you knowing. So they, oh, is is Tom here? Yeah, they think oh, that they're going to get laid he's or something. Not, well, can I just wait for him inside? You're like, dude, go the fuck home. <laughs> She's not going to fuck you. Go fucking home. <laughs> can I just want to try it, yeah, man? I just, just want to, you know. Just, she can did I once over? on that one video can that I, I watched. Over? Uh, let's see.
0: The TPA TPUSA mission seemed positive and solid when Charlie Cook reminded me of a young Tucker Carlson or Ben Shapiro, well-spoken, sharp mind, and unusual ability to not only recall stats and information but to also pivot on a dime from topic to topic. Wait, are they talking about me here? No, you are not. What? Uh, you You've you've failed horribly with the pedophiles thing today, my friend. I have not failed horribly. 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 Your one example,
1: which I would have uh, given you,
0: dismissed in court, not, not convicted.
1: Yeah, but not dismissed on any factual things. It was just because it was they couldn't decide. Hey, well, Donald Trump
0: uh, is alleged to have sexually harassed women. Yeah. Yeah, do you believe
1: the women? I'd, what about I'm, Tara Reed? Well, you know what, that one... What about Brett wait, Kavanaugh? Wasn't, wasn't what about there, wasn't, there picture, Ford? wasn't there pictures of Tara Reed? Yeah,
0: she did work for... Everything about her story can be corro- corroborated. No, no, no. Like Her story is more believable than Christy Blasey That's Ford's. True. And we had a whole Supreme Court fucking hearing
1: over this shit. That was, was, yeah.
0: Uh, anyways, so she went there and what her reasoning was is that, dude, you know a lot of fucking college age students watch my videos. And if they saw that, I'd be going. And so, um, <laughs> yeah, somebody said... Uh, I have to wonder, Brandy, if you came to the TPUSA event dressed as a normal conservative woman or like a porn star. I think it matters to me if, uh, depending on how you're treated. Uh. This is how she dressed. Uh, if you can scroll up, to, uh, scroll to down to her, she looks just like a big titted milf, dude. In uh, some sort of tracksuit, doesn't look like she's a whore at all. A whore? Yeah, she's no whore. She's got a Michael Kors dress. I think it's d- down a little bit. Um, maybe you're not. Yeah. I guess does not coming up for you.
1: Oh, that's weird. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Oh, it's it's on the bottom, but I, oh no, that's not it.
0: It don't matter anyways. So that was her reasoning. And so the theme, here's the best part. The theme of this TPUSA event was, uh, like sent, not no censored anymore. Is, can anyone find out what it was? Oh, Council no. culture. Um, let me re I was going to, I don't want to read this whole God dang thing here. Yeah, I know. I, I kind of have, but I don't want to. I don't want to continue reading the rest of it. Um, anyways, you know how they're talking about uh, lately. They're talking about censoring and uh, conservatives being censored, mm-hmm. and therefore they kick a conservative yeah. off of their platform. Essentially, um, how do you feel about that? Should she have been kicked off of that platform? I don't
1: know. I mean, I toilet, toilet paper. paper. <laughs> like, I understand where they're coming from because it's like they don't want to give the wrong impression
0: to kids. Yeah.
1: But at the same time, she wasn't there to promote any, like she was going as a person, you know what I mean? And and just for me, like if I meet somebody who's a drug dealer or who is a crack addict, I don't dismiss them or anything. Like I would receive them. Like, let's say we we're at church and there's a crackhead who wanted to come in. I wouldn't say, Oh, you can't come to church. I'd be like, "Nah, no, come on in. You know what I mean? Like, you're not there to talk about crack. And everybody, look, guys, I got crack, and y'all should buy it. You know what I mean? He's he's there as a person looking to receive. Yeah, they
0: shouldn't have kicked her out. I mean, imagine if TP yeah. uh, USA it was a church. Yeah, you wouldn't kick up. You know uh, what TP stands a,
1: for? The toilet paper. Todo puto, bro. Todo puto. Todo, USA! puto bro. Todo puto,
0: USA. As much as I like Charlie Kirk, I think this is a uh, lowbrow move, mm-hmm. and I think it's shitty. And, and can't, I've never, I'm I'm not a fan of candace Owens. Like, as much as I like that she's a black conservative, mm. I don't feel like she's actually, like,
1: I don't know. Maybe she is. Maybe she believes it more than she, I do. She's a hit or miss. Like, with Candace Owens, like, she says things where I'm like, there you go. And then I will see something else where I'm like, yeah. Well, she talks like, uh, like Matt Walsh kind of talks, and I like Matt Walsh. So maybe mm. I should like Candace
0: Owens. Maybe I just don't like her because she's black. Thank you guys for listening wow. to another show. We're out of here. That's it. Um, we we really appreciate you guys hanging out with us. So next week we're gonna be hanging out with the Who's On Call boys. So Who's On Call? I, I don't have to write a show, right? I don't have to gather any stuff. We can just we're gonna be shooting the shit for an hour, man. That's gonna be great. All right. So next week we'll see you guys on the same bat channel, same bat time. Uh, for Brendan the Hardhead Mitchell. For exactly David Aguilar. I'm low saying. Be cool. Stay hip. And go fuck yourself. Bye. <laughs>
2: If you like this show, be sure to subscribe to Emergency Exit Podcast wherever you get your pods. Come on over and find us on Facebook and YouTube, Emergency Exit Podcast. On Twitter, that's E-M-E-X pod, and our listener line is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 830-875-0637.